a massive hit. You know who that motherfucker is? What's up, Joes, and welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan, Raphael Chides, Jesus, man, I'm not even fucking high yet, and I'm already fucking up your name. <laughs> My bad, Rafa. Raphael Chides. It's all good, it's all good. <laughs> and joining us this evening, the man, the myth, the legend himself, <laughs> fucking the host of the Loaded Joes MMA podcast, Mr. Blake Stevenson. What's up, brother? What's up? What is up, man? It is. Uh, it's been. It's been a while. With who sings that song? That's it's been a while. Stained. <laughs> Stained. Stain? Not, yeah. not Nickelback or Creed, as <laughs> as, as popularly <laughs> talked about in our circle of friends. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's been a it's been a long while, man. And uh, I'm glad to uh, glad to be on the show. I'm glad to start to slowly be back. And uh, man, it's and and everybody out there, y'all are very welcome for listen. Y'all can see that part right there in the head. Yeah, everybody out there, y'all very welcome for that. Y'all can copy the style, do what y'all need to do, and uh, y'all just remember, like, Loaded Joe's is coming back, so Hell yeah, either hate man. it or love it. It's it's we good to hear you, your voice again. It's good to have you back. Yeah, you're missed for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, everybody, everybody's been so so super positive since I, I've been been gone away, man. So shout out to y'all for carrying on uh, Loaded Joe's, Shit. even on the iTunes and, and putting up the episodes. And uh, shout outs to I'll give special shout outs to. Uh, uh, Kyle Steele, Eric Weinbaum, uh, Robert Taylor, Eric, Eric Kowal of My Main News, Ryan Sprague. I got to hang out with him uh, not too many weeks ago. And uh, everybody just just keep keeping me positive to make me want to come back and, and uh, talk some shit about MMA for all of y'all, mm-hmm. man. Like, it's, it's uh, I, I don't know, I can put it into words. And, 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 and I realize, like, I don't think I realize the effect that I had on everybody. And I'm so glad that I do. And I'm so glad everybody's still kind of, I scope the scene. I still see everybody being positive and, For and sure. still doing their thing. So it's it's a, it's just a beautiful thing to, to see all that happen, man. So uh, shout outs to, to everybody that's reached out to me. Thank y'all. Yeah, man. Hey, bro. Well, well I, I think he he had a, a part in kind of of this coming together. And For sure, he had a part. Shows. He yeah. had a huge part of, I, I of us. Community. I wasn't part of any groups, and then I got added to Loaded Joe's uh, community. Because I was just podcasting and just, you know, hashtagging and putting out the podcast and someone added me. Uh, shout out to Miguel. Uh, I think it was Miguel that added me from Brains and Brawn. Yeah, yeah. I think he, I'm pretty him. sure he added me. I'm, I'm not sure. But I think he added me. And then ever since then, started listening to, uh, you know, every podcast that would come up. And Average Joe's was one of them. Continued listening through that, you know, a little bit of interaction. But it was through the community that me and Jeff kind of. Well, that we did get to meet each other online. Absolutely, man. If it wasn't for the yeah. community, I wouldn't have known about the the Full Hill podcast. You and I wouldn't have connected and started just because I think I think like we had talked in like some some group like message or not messages, but just like posts and stuff. But then we became friends, and I saw you talking about weed, and I was like, I messaged you, and I was like, Yo, we should uh, <laughs> we should probably at it's least a connection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should probably have you on the show with me, and we should smoke some weed and be friends but i mean above besides besides blake's fucking responsibility for your and i connection you know i owe him for being for knowing kyle and being friends with kyle who's been super helpful but 
above everything, man, we owe you a huge debt of gratitude at the Average Joe's for being the badass individual that you are and reaching out to me and offering to put us on to the, the Loaded Joe's network and giving us an opportunity to, to get back on iTunes again. And, I mean, I can never say thank you enough for, for doing that, dude, because that was huge, a huge thing for us. You're very welcome, man. And uh, I think the timing in life kind of worked out where I had been thinking of the idea for a while. And it wasn't until like I was, you know, we can get into whatever I got it, you know, been been, been into. But um, it wasn't until that happened. I was just like, you know, I, it's not a whole bunch of people like that. I, I want to just like put on and kind of uh, keep 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 riding the show. You know what I'm saying? Keep, yeah. Keep making the making the thing go and i was just like i think it kind of worked out like the whatever business you guys on itunes still hadn't worked out and i was just like you know uh, who, who better i i know jeff i trust i trust the product he does i think it's entertaining Thank and you, i man. think people will love it so and and, and the average joe's loaded joe's like it, i think it just kind of like it goes it goes fucking hand in hand anyway so right it, you know thank, thank y'all man but it, you know all the i appreciate all the appreciation and all, all the um, all the thank yous, but you know, thank you on on, on my side for for keeping shit going. And yeah, uh, everybody out there listening, like everybody sucking each other's dick. Listen, <laughs> like, we we just catching up. We just we catching are. up. Literally, that's that's what we do. It's just it's when we all get together, it's just one big love fest, man. Like we do, we we all you you what you created with the community, and I've said it to you hundreds of times, and I'll say it a hundred thousand more. Like what you had done with that community of bringing everybody together. And giving us a place to to interact and and meet and share our podcast and stuff like it was a, it's an amazing thing because we're all part of some other MMA groups and some of them like the interactions in there man are just they're nuts they're nuts but you don't yeah. see, you don't see that kind of that kind of stuff in the Loaded Joe's now or the community man we it, it's all about love and and try, trying to keep help pushing each other. Instead of no, you're an idiot because I don't agree with your opinion on this fighter, and your mother sucks for giving birth to you. Like, dude, shit gets nasty in some. Damn, bro, it gets nasty in some of those groups, man. (laughs) Nasty. Oh no, yeah, that makes me. That makes me like think like, damn, I'm kind of glad like I took a step back. People, people are. People are people are nasty. But yeah, no, 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 man. I think everybody in the community kind of understands that there's a certain respect level if you're going to be in the community. Yep. And I think they understand. Like, I'm a funny, awesome, uh, positive guy. I don't put up with this shit though. Like, I don't do it. I think I set the example when when I was very active of like just being positive for everyone. And I think everybody kind of took that away. And so so shout outs to to just again and shout outs to everybody. And uh, yeah, man. I, I think most importantly, I'm I'm happy to start to um, come out of my hermit crab. Uh, shell and 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 you know start to uh start to make some waves a little bit start to yeah. start to get wavy with everybody you know start, start uh, i'm excited for it you got everything is coming back you got jersey shore coming back blake's coming back it's <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and nobody knew me before like nobody knew me while jersey shore was on so everybody thinks it's all a fucking game no i fucking love jersey shore i don't think anybody understands like i'm a huge jersey shore fan so uh it's it's all the, the stars are aligning for 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 money blake so, it man, really uh, is um... it's money it's money blake time so i think it is, man. i think before we get too far into everything and start opening up cans of worms 
we should probably quickly talk about uh, Happy 420 to everybody listening, because by the time y'all are getting this, it's going to be Friday. So it's, yeah. it's Raphael and I's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all. Do you really do anything to celebrate? I just I, I don't not know. Not anymore. I'm not a fucking kid. Like I, yeah. I I got a show tomorrow that is mm-hmm. 420 oh, perform, so, yeah. so I'm gonna go perform and smoke a bunch of weed with my rap friends and. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. If I work Saturday, I'm gonna call it an early night. But, but like, I smoke it, every it, day. So. That's when it. it. Turns four, when it turns 420 again, yeah, I'm gonna put this out there. Y'all need to come to Austin because they do a thing called, I think it's called Bob Marley Fest or Reggae Fest. Okay. And like they have a whole bunch of like reggae groups down at the. Uh, down at, basically it's called auditory insurance so it's basically this big like big long stretch of, of of like land that's right against the lake and they set up a stage and they have like reggae groups just like coming in all day and like you know kind of like punk rock groups coming in everybody's smoking weed cops don't care because like everybody's smoking weed right yeah but just mm-hmm. don't be going just don't be going crazy but like right yeah it's probably, it's probably like right up y'all's alley for sounds, sure so. sounds like it's right up my alley yeah that sounds awesome my cousin my cousin is in fucking Cali right now and is going to be in oh, Cali wow. for 420. Yeah, I kind of hate him right now for that. <laughs> but Cannabis Cup is coming up in Michigan in June, so I'll get my day. Word. Cannabis Cup is uh, that shit. Is it like a whole week, weekend? Cannabis Cup is a weekend. It'll go Saturday and Sunday. They'll open the gates at 11. It's at this fucking racetrack. And as soon as you walk through the 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 gates from the stands into the racetrack, the whole entire racetrack is like a smoking area. So mm-hmm. as soon as you walk through the gates, you can light up, and there's just fucking booths everywhere, and every booth has do, a, a dab. Do they have high races? No, because I when when I used to get to the gym, I used to get super high like right before, smoke a couple blunts, like an idiot, and then get there, and then my coach would notice it, but you know he would. He would dabble too, not right before training like me, like an idiot. Right. So, so he would make me go run, and uh, run it off. Like, you feeling better now, Rafael? I'd be like a little bit, a little, <laughs> a little bit. bit, a little bit, coach, a little bit. Yeah, no, everybody just got they got dab rigs and shit everywhere. It's just free dabs, man. It's fucking insane. It's insane. So now that we got the. I love it, man. I love what y'all are talking about. I'm all about it. It's 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 what we do, man. <laughs> this show this show has evolved so much over the last couple of years. <laughs> once once Raphael and I got together, it was just like, okay, let's talk about weed, and then we'll throw some fights into it. Mm-hmm. Sprinkle sprinkle a little wrestling, you know. It all goes yeah. together. And- it all and goes then you together. roll into a fatty, and then you, you smoke it up by then, the end of the show, and it, smoke it all up. It's, it's all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with it, man. I love it. It's what we do, man. So now that we got all the uh, the 420 festivals festivity shit out the way, let's uh, let's play a little catch up, Blake. What's uh, tell 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 everybody what's been going on. Whatever you want to talk about, the floor is yours, <laughs> sir. Uh, so yeah, man, I, I I took a step away probably for like two months solid uh, up until Ryan Sprague came into town. Um, I went through, and I don't want to get into detail. I just went. I went through a breakup at five and a half years, and it took a lot out of me emotionally and mentally, um, and and it was just it was just a really weird uh, phase. Uh, but I've gone through through lots of shit in my life, so it didn't it didn't affect me. And so just really, I've just been focusing on me. Uh, going to the gym a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, just just doing positive things with friends, hanging out, catching up with 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 friends that I hadn't caught up with. Uh, just kind of living my lifestyle the way I was before I had a podcast, before I had 
you know, you know, ex-girlfriend, like whatever. Before I had all this, I just need to go back to the basics of who I was and who I am and, and, and uh, find, find, find clarity in, in my own head. I, I knew I couldn't give it on the show. I knew I couldn't be the money Blakeweather that everybody remembered. And I knew I couldn't do that consistently. Um, so I had to take a lot of time away from me and I'm still kind of taking time to, to try and, um, to try and just, just always every day self-reflect, always every day get better mentally. And I think that's important because nobody really talks about like hardships and, and how it can affect them when they're doing shit like a podcast. Like yeah. there is so much stuff in life and sometimes a lot of it, it is relationship shit and it can take away, it can be detrimental, if, especially the longer you're 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 with somebody, yeah, absolutely, it can be de- detrimental to your emotional, uh, you know, your 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 physical being, your mental being, everything. And so I knew I knew that I knew that when when as soon as that happened. So that's why I had to take I had to take some time away. And I appreciate everybody again. I love everybody reached out. I didn't get into details with anybody, and I won't on the show. Uh, but it's it that's that's really what's been going on. So I've really just been focused on me. I've been having hell of a time just like with friends and going out and like partying and I haven't been watching much MMA but I still dabble I still dabble in the I'm getting back in like I watched uh what was the UFC with Khabib and and uh what's what's my dude was it, two, uh, was it 223 yeah yeah like, so that was the first fight card I watched like all the way through word even the, even the UFC came to Austin and it again that was that was still like two three weeks after um after my, my breakup, and so maybe it was, a, was it a week, maybe a week or two. Anyways, Derek Bow was in town. I got to hang out with Derek Bow, but I didn't really, I didn't go to it. I had no, no feeling to want to go to it. Like I was just like, Bleh. you know, I think I watched like two fights off the card, and so really like I'm trying to to to, to focus myself and get myself back into sport. Not that it's hard or anything, but just like. Re retrain myself and re get myself because a lot of all that shit like it just reminds me of, of a different time I was in my life when I was doing the podcast and everything. And I, I don't know the right words to explain it, but I think people will understand if they've gone through something like that. Like there's just things that remind you of certain times in your life. Absolutely. And as much as you want to avoid it, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a part of of me. Loaded Joe's is a part of me, and uh, so yeah, man. So I'm I'm happy to. Uh, to to start to 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 make like sort of a, a comeback and resurgence and and uh, you know cement cement the place that 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 I had before I left, man. Nah, man, I, I everything you said, I completely understand without even having like you, uh, the words you chose were perfect because I went through a similar thing uh, after right right around the first year or anniversary of our show. I went through not a, as long of. Uh, relationship but a serious breakup and i didn't really i didn't talk about it on the show the guys knew well dave knew i don't i I didn't really tell ryan right away i kind of he reached out to me after the fact because he could tell something was going on but you know i just tried to push through it and it it was hard luckily if it wasn't for the fact i couldn't have done it doing the show solo like you do there's no way Right. There's no way. So I completely understand. <laughs> I completely understand where you're coming from and, ha- and you know, having to take a step back and stuff, because if I were in your position without the other two guys at that time, I would have never made it through because they carried quite a few shows where I just kind of chimed into some things and contributed a little, but was nowhere near in the spot that I normally am 
So yeah, dude, completely get it. Right, and and I think I think friendship and support in this in, in in times like this when when you're trying to get positive and and, and you're trying to maintain uh you know great outlooks and luckily I mean a lot of great things have have happened, man. I got a new job. It's uh it's I, I call it an adult job because it's it's all like. It's it's everything about it's super adult and I, and I love it and it's a great company and it's a startup company so it's not like one of these like oh okay you're with like I don't know name some big chain you know like right. freaking call center. like no dude this is start it's a great startup company here in here in town and and they take care of their people like it's 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 phenomenal like I I don't, I don't know how to another way to describe it. it's one of the best places I've ever worked at and and. Uh, but so again, a lot of great things, man. I've met a lot of, I've had a lot of great new friends, great new interactions. Again, hanging out with Derek Bow downtown Austin, that was awesome. Hanging out with Ryan Sprague <laughs> downtown in Austin, that was awesome. Um, like I'm, I'm having like so much fun, and I think because of those experiences, like, you know, when you reach out to me, you're like, oh, you want to do the show? Like I'm ready to do the show. You know what I mean? Because I'm going through, I'm going through this, and I think uh, friendship and support, it, it goes more than you can put into words and more than anybody knows and it's talking about it and and figuring shit out it, it, it don't hold the shit in no like if anybody's going through anything like i it could have easily like been like if i had like i have a de- mild depression and mild anxiety like if i had but if it was if it was an extreme example like i might not be here you know what i mean like right. that's the scary thing about it and like somebody may handle it different and i think the, the most important thing is you need to talk about it. Like whether whoever it is and whatever amount you want to share, talk about it because that's the most important thing if you want to maintain, you know, um, a healthy level of life. Yeah. Like if you just want to maintain, like that's the most important thing. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm such in a good place and every day is is is, is way awesome. And, uh, you know. Out here, you know, Austin, Texas is full of full of lots of ladies. That's very and, true. Uh, Some beautiful your boy ladies. Money, your boy Money Blake, your boy Money <laughs> Blake is is out there, you know, in, in the streets again. So hide, hide your kids, hide your wife, because Money Blake. <laughs> He's on the hunt. Money Blake, where the kids out there? Everyone's moving Austin. It's crowded over there. <laughs> it, it's so crowded over here. Like two hundred new people move, move here a day. It's it's fucking insane. But it's a place to be. It's a great place to be, man. And uh, yeah, what can I say, man? I I, I have a I have a routine and like Monday through Thursday, I live very monkish lifestyle. Like I work, I come home, I take a nap, I, I work out. Then I, I have a protein shake. Then I go to the gym and I work out and I come home and then I have like self-reflection time. Cause I, I think that's so important. I think if anybody doesn't like have time to themselves, whether they fit into their life or not. And I think smoking cigarettes, like that's probably an unhealthy part to, to do it in, but that's, that's part of uh, my whole Mm-hmm. What I do in my self-reflection time, and what I do is, 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 you know, nobody can judge me, whatever. But like then, right after that, I work out, and like so, it, it's it's a crazy, it's a crazy routine because normally I don't take time out of the week to, to do this. But like I'm feeling way better, way confident, way, way good about everything, man. And I'm not afraid to open up about this with anybody or any, you know, anybody who asks me questions. And and I don't, I don't, I think hiding it will only hurt me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it, it, it the fans will only be like, well, you know, he he he's not real. Like he's not going in. Like so, I, I do this. I do this for for everybody, man. I I think and maybe if somebody out there might be going the same thing, or they come back to this episode in a month, they might go the same thing and they realize, listen, I just need to talk about it like with whoever 
I can and whoever I, I, I trust. And, and uh, so, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's really what's been, what's been going on and where, where my, my mind state's been at and where I've been at. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, again, more than happy to, to talk about it. And if anybody out there, y'all going through something, uh, you know, DM me, reach out to me. I'm more than happy and more make myself available to uh, try and uh, just just hear you out. Sometimes you just need to listen. Sometimes you might have some advice. Either way, somebody's reaching out to you because they think it's important. So you just all you can do is just kind of be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, dude. I, uh, I I'm first of all, I'm super glad to hear that you're in a good space. You know, and congratulations on the new job and everything like that. Yeah. I but feel I, bad. Even I feel bad because I didn't reach out. <laughs> you're good, man. Listen, like you, you on the show. Like I don't I think he was at the gym. I'm like this. This motherfucker's <laughs> getting it in. Bah, 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 bah. We thought we thought maybe you were training for a fight. Yeah, I'm like damn. This <laughs> getting fight. it no in. Commentator, a fighter. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting beat up in the gym every now and then, but it's I get my licks in too. But you know, it's uh, it was one of those things. Like again, people don't know because I didn't talk about it. Right. I didn't have to make everything public. I I wanted to keep to myself. I'm not as uh, involved with the Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, and, and and that'll that'll come in time. That'll come in time. Um, one step for me, it's one step at a day. Uh, you know, whether it's a half step or whether I'm just crawling forward. Um, as long as I'm I'm moving in a positive direction, I don't think anybody can else can ask anything more from me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I was gonna say, like, I I commend command uh, commend you and and have a, the utmost respect for you for for being able to. To just talk about it because like that's the hardest thing for men and I and I struggle with it is like being able to open up about things when you're going through it or show emotion like it, it's tough and I, it's something that I I work on all the time when I go through situations like that but it it's still not it's not something I'm very good at it's so to be able to see somebody else do it it's just it's uh, commendable dude, this weekend I had to get into it not really get into it but like we had to talk about it me and my me and my buddies from the Four Hill podcast. Because, you know, I, I stopped Fight Companion because it, it became a job and it became a hassle to try to get these guys. Because, you know, they have lives. So right. I stopped and, you know, I had to do my own shit and I had to start doing it by myself. And I had to figure shit out for myself. It's my podcast. So now they're now some of them are available and some of them, like, you know, broke up with their girls and everything. And then they're like, well, you stopped hitting me up. And I'm like, don't put this shit on me. So I'm getting pissed because I'm like, don't try to make me the asshole. <laughs> but you know, I, I like I do. I, I do kind of see it. Their their point. I just do podcasts, and maybe I do. But you know, I, I've been working a lot, and doing a lot of shit, and they've been doing their own shit, and I don't give them shit for not you know hitting me up. Raph's you know, just I know that he's just angry lately. That's all. yeah, yeah. He's been taking so, it. He's been know, taking it out on me too. <laughs> not even. I don't think so. I've been taking it on the devil's advocate. Yeah, I was gonna say, look at look, look what happened on the fuck or the, uh, the after the bell a couple weeks ago when you yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael yeah, be we, mad? Raphael got Raphael got big <laughs> mad at me because I was playing devil's advocate about the Connor situation. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I keep bringing it up. I did too. I did. I did too. But that's a different story for a different day, and everybody can hear that. Oh, I don't think they released it. So we did an episode with. I did an episode for SFLC podcast with Ryan Sprague. Mm. It was me and Lauren Murphy and Steve Dunn, and it was yes, yeah, so it was four of us, and like. Freaking, I don't know what the hell happened, but it was never released. But it was an, it was one of the most amazing episodes ever, like because it was like supposed to be like my comeback episode and like da da da. But like I was just talking shit because like I had not studied for the fights. So, <laughs> I, 
I'm just talking shit about like all the fighters and like I'm 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 playing devil's advocate for Connor and like Lauren Murphy's like laughing and like I'm just like listen like you know I was I just being I was just being like I think as as honest and real as I as I could be with with just being like just being me and like knowing what I know and like I I'm still kind of um I'm still kind of coming back to the sport like cuz in 2 months like you step back for a week or two weeks and it's, it's one thing you can kind of play catch. I'll step back for two months, like damn near, man. And so like a lot, happens. I, I, a lot happens. And like, I have to hop back into routine where, where I'm, I'm trying to watch fighters film and break down fights and like make pretend like I know what I'm talking about again. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's definitely a hard thing, but um, you know, everything in due time and it comes with the territory and uh I'll get back on track, and and it's it, like I said, it's it's one step at a time, and as long as positive things keep going on and and keep happening, and and I keep moving forward, and and y'all keep holding down the you know Loaded Joe's uh, channel, like I think everything's gonna go right. So yeah, man, we got you. We now that I finally figured it all out and how I had to, dude, I had a, I was struggling for a minute with uh, with uploading because I we used I was used wave files on SoundCloud. Oh yeah, you gotta use MP3s. Yeah, so the first, <laughs> so the first few times, like I had everything set up, you know, I go through the whole process, typing everything out, getting it ready. Think I attach the file, upload it, nothing. What the fuck? And then I finally, one day, I was, I just, all I had to do was, I just missed where it said it had to be an MP3 format, and then finally I figured it out, and I was like, oh fuck. So then I had, to, <laughs> so then I started exporting it out of Audacity and MP3, and then a piece of cake. So I hit every I hit everybody with like five episodes in one day. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know, fuck it. Hey, we had to catch up a little bit. There you go. We had, we had, to, had ca- to catch up. We had to, a little bit. We had to catch up a little bit. I might have spaced it out like to three one day and then like two the next day or something. I don't know. I'm mad at you, man. Not mad at you. <laughs> now it's but, uh... now it's consistent. We're good. <laughs> I'm with it. And then there's some sort of uh, fight card this weekend, huh? With uh, it's yeah. Barboza and Lee. Barboza and Lee from uh, where are they fighting uh, in New Jersey? Yeah, number five versus number six. It's on uh, FS1. What yeah, it's FS1. It's FS1 card. Okay. Put this light on me so y'all can y'all can see me. I can't. We can't even see you. All we got is the load of Joe's logo. It's because oh, he's, re- he's recording. So yeah, it's because you're taking over. Yeah, you're, oh. you're recording. Yeah, we went through. Me and Raph went through this once before. <laughs> yes. First, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. We, we have. Two, I have two cameras, so then I just turn both of them on, and one records, and one's for Jeff. Yeah. The first. Well, when when we play this back, y'all gonna see my beautiful face and the hairline I was talking about. Yeah. You know, I had to change change the haircut game up, uh, haircut game up, and I still got the flyest haircut in the podcast game. So <laughs> anybody want to come at me, y'all, y'all can. Uh, y'all can come do it, but um. But yeah, man, I don't know who's on this card, uh, so I don't know uh, if we want to break down like the main card. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my best to, to keep up uh, with what I know and, and who's on it. But uh, I'm I'm excited to play this game. It's like a it's like Wheel of Fortune. Let's see what happens. I think I think you'll do all right because most of the main card is is people you know. So yeah, they got some good names on this card. Uh, so yeah, the main event is Barboza versus Lee. Barboza coming off of the loss to Nurmagomedov, and Lee coming off the interim title loss against Tony and the staff infection. Mm. Mm. It's a good I'm, fight. I'm, 
It's a good. Fight, I think though. it's a. I think it's a good fight, man. I th- I still think Lee wins. Like I do too. Once once you find out a way to take somebody down, all you got to do is be like, oh, that's how I did it. All right, I I can do that. Right. With somebody like Lee, especially who kept taking down Tony Ferguson. Like the only reason Tony Ferguson won is because his jujitsu game is patient, and it's super slick. Yep. Like that's really the only reason he won. Like, of course he got some licks off on the feet, but like I think even Kevin Lee kind of was figuring out like. Okay, this is your rhythm. This is your timing. This is when you'll hit me, and this is when I won't get hurt, but I can still take the hit. And uh, I, I think he can. I think he can figure it out again. Like you just, all you have to do is pressure Barbosa, and and you find a takedown for him, and he has no answer. It's like, eh, okay, easy, easy, easy enough. Like I mean, all you gotta do is replicate what, what Khabib does. I was just gonna say, follow the follow Habib's strategy of moving forward. You know, if you're walking forward, that kick's not gonna get you as bad. As it is yeah. hanging out in the back. Barbosa doesn't fight off his back foot. Like, so that's right. it's, it's a huge detrimental thing, especially – I don't know what size cage they're fighting in, like, especially if it's a smaller cage. I'm sure it's, there might be a bigger cage, but I don't know. It's yeah, always based on the, the venue size. I don't know if it's, it's but, the uh, – where are they fighting at? Um, somewhere in Atlantic, so it's probably – it's probably going to be the smaller cage. I mean, the smaller the cage, the less space you got to get away from Kevin Lee. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big Kevin Lee fan, especially when he was going through the whole Kiesa thing and, and whatever. So uh, yeah. for my money, yeah, give me Kevin Lee. I like Kevin Lee in this one. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Kevin. He uh, spent his time training here in West Michigan before he went pro. So Or, well, when he went pro, but before he signed with the UFC. So... Love it. I got nothing. Got nothing but love for Kevin. But yeah, I think I think Kevin either. The thing is, he's got he's got good wrestling, but he's got good submissions as well. So he's going to be a lot more active besides just trying to punch him in the face. Where Habib wasn't really looking for the submissions. Kevin will try to take your back. Right. Right. He'll uh, he'll try to make a, some 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 sort of something happen. Raph, I think if you're you, on if, mute. You give him a neck or something. Cause I can't hear you. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, Blake. But Raffles talking, and <laughs> no, I couldn't hear him either. I need to hear his beautiful voice. No, you're still, you're still not fucking saying. Raphael, anything. where are you at, sir? I can see you. I can't hear you. <laughs> I can see your lips moving, but I can't make out I the can't words. Make out the words. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, bro. Nothing. I can see what you. What are you doing? We can what is see you. you. Doing, babe? I don't know, man. Something happened to his stuff. <laughs> what is you doing, babe? What is you doing? Nothing. There he is. We got okay, you. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what's up with the mic. <laughs> I don't either, bro. I can... I unplugged it and plugged it back in. I didn't even know you were like something was fucked up till I looked at you and I was I saw your lips moving and I was like, bro, I can't I can't hear you. <laughs> we had to pull a Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just trying to say that. Uh, uh, Blake pointed out Barbosa has a big hole in his game that you know he's been trying to clean up, and he's been working on it. And you know, working with Frankie Asia and all these guys. He, <laughs> better but is it good enough to stop kevin lee from taking him down to the floor and dominating him there well not dominating but you know doing what he wants on the floor and um i don't think it is i i, I think uh kevin lee kevin lee takes this one I'm, I'm interested the 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 thing i'm interested <clears throat> as far as like a storyline goes with this fight is where where kevin's heads at going into this fight because it being his first one without his coach since yeah. uh, Robert, uh, was it Robert Folsom? Robert, Robert Follis. Follis, yeah. Since since Follis passed, so um, that's the only other head coach 
besides Sean that Dezay that he's I think he's had so. Because Barbosa does have his, he has his team and he's got a badass team and uh, coaches yeah, for sure. How are you gonna have a badass team and you still can't win, Frankie Edgar and Edson Barbosa? Yeah, yeah, great question. <laughs> Frankie is partially just because the rest of everything's catching up with him. Age and his Age. chin and yeah. he, he not he's he's not the he, he's not the Frankie we once knew Frankie to be. Did, nah. did Frankie and, and Cub fight? A lot while ago, yeah. No, no, aren't they fighting again? That's though? yeah, we were yeah, just that's the main of or the co-main event, yeah. Oh, glory be hallelujah! You know, I saw that first fight here in Austin back in 2014. That was the main event here. Word. And funny enough, Barbosa was a co-main event with uh, Bobby Green. Of course, <laughs> of course, Barbosa was on the card with Frankie. <laughs> oh, uh, this fight! Yeah, I don't know. I don't like I don't know this about feeling. this fight, man. I don't like this feeling, man. It's too. It's way too fast of a turnaround for Frankie. It's been a month, bro. Yeah, you just got knocked out for the first time in your life, and like your chin doesn't doesn't get better with age once it goes. Like once it goes, it's gone. Yeah, that thing don't work as well as you think it does. No, you know. So, uh, I might have to go with old Cubby's, old Cubby Samsonite. Man, I'm I'm thinking it's gonna it's 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 set up to be Cubs fight. Just I don't think Frankie can bounce back from that quickly and i'm afraid cub's gonna knock him out again or he's gonna knock frankie out frankie's gonna get knocked out twice in a row what's really funny is when their last loss wasn't it both brian ortega yeah yeah damn but yeah. cub hasn't fought since december no when right. he fought he's had some time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he got choked out so he didn't really he did get pieced up on the feet a little bit but not not as bad as frankie he didn't get uppercut it up off the off the apron yeah right Sure you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was man. like a knee. It was a knee, and then and there was a, the uppercut. Like so, it was like double damage, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think Cub can can be creative, and uh, I think he can get the win this time. Man. Cub's Cub's got the power to to knock Frankie out. Definitely has. The I don't power. even. I don't even think you need that much power to knock Frankie out. To be quite honest, not anymore. Like, I can't. I can't think of the last time Cub. When is the last time Cub knocked anybody out? Um, did he knock out Duho Choi? Didn't no, he... it was a decision. Oh, I thought he finished him in the third. Or the fr- no, it was a decision. Uh, 2013, Dennis Seaver. Yeah, he ain't knocking nobody out. Well, he might. He might knock out Frankie Edgar. I just think you don't need much power to, like, even Gray Maynard. Gray Maynard don't hit that hard, you know. Like, if you get rocked like that, like 1,800 times, like, I just think Frankie, like. His, we he had shown like you don't need much power to like rock him, and now he's shown, meh, it, the 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 way he used to take a rocking, it's not there anymore. So uh, yeah, yeah, give me give me old Cubby. Yeah, if I were a betting man, I'd be putting my money on on Killer Cub. Yeah, just the fact that it's been so short of a time frame since Frankie got knocked out a month, like it's just. Yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't such a quick turnaround, I'd probably still pick Frankie coming off the loss if he had some mm-hmm. time, you know, five, four or five, maybe six months. Six months for sure. He says he wasn't concussed, but, d- dude, come on, dude. Yeah, okay. You were out. Cold. They don't just call the fight because they, they like to have fun. Like, Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You was, you was out of there, kid. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You went, you went sleepy time. You went sleepy time. 
Just, Who's next? What's the next fight? Uh, next fight's Justin Willis versus the Vanilla Gorilla G, uh, Chase Sherman. One of the Chase Sherman. I like Justin Willis, man. That's that 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 big body be moving, dude. Yeah, dude, he's big as hell. Doesn't he play with DC? Yeah, he, I think he does. He was he was making fun of DC one of these one yeah, of those times. He he fights out of San Jose, so I'm gonna go with yeah. He's probably fighting at AKA. I'm going I'm going with Justin Willis, like just because of like the inconsistency we've seen from Chase Sherman, like. And this is going back to the to the Justin Ledette fight, like yeah, <laughs> Chase is not consistent. Yeah, like he, he's don't get me wrong, he's a great fighter, and I'm sure he's very he's very competent. He's a you know my shout out to him, he's my friend on, on Facebook and everything. But like yeah, Chase, what is you doing, Bay? Like you need to figure out you need to figure out your consistency level, man. And this kid Justin Willis just keeps. I, I don't know if he's fought since the last time I saw him, but I saw him on like an undercard. This was like last year on like some sort of USC prelim on like Fight Pass, and I was just utterly blown away. I was just like, "Oh my god, this, this kid!" So, yeah. give me the, give me Justin Willis, man. I I think he can he can do some good stuff for the heavyweight division. Willis fought. Oh shit! I saw that. I saw his last fight in person. <laughs> it was in Detroit. It was, it was- it was on Detroit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the fight pass prelims for two eighteen, the first fight of the of the card. I forgot him. Oh, he, he won. Shit. He won by first round KO. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he fucking knocked out uh, Alan Crowder. Quick. I think that that's him. the one where he called out DC. I think jokingly because you know they do train together, but he, I think he like called out DC or something. Yeah. In that one, I think I remember you. I was really high there. <sighs> You're always really high everywhere, bro. We ate like. A couple hundred milligram cookies. They, they went deep, dog. We went deep. All right, we all right were... fucking dog. You fucking Joey Diaz, dog. <laughs> we, were, we weren't like Joey Diaz deep. Start the death, dog. It, it was pretty deep in the murky waters, especially for like sitting on some seats, all comfortable and shit, watching you play. Was play, you were playing with the dark arts that night, my I, friend. I was playing with the dark arts and sneaking, <laughs> and sneaking up to the bathroom to hit my fucking oil pen. Oh no! Well, that's that's awesome. Shout outs to shout outs to Jeff being hey, at man. UFC. Where, where didn't that the one to UFC? Alistair got yeah. uppercutted into infinity. Yeah, we watched his head get knocked off his shoulders. I, I almost I almost cried on that one. Well, I'm right. about to come down for uh, 198. Me and uh, yeah, I'm coming down next week. Me and Milanenko for Bellator. Ooh. We got six tickets for your podcast Ooh. up in there. Why? Yep, me and Raf, me and Raf going to hang out in real life and fucking go yep. watch fights. That's yep. exciting. Y'all can smoke all the weed y'all want. It'll be amazing. It will be. <laughs> That's what we've been talking about. It's like I can go like this <laughs> and hand the old roar and hand him a bong or hand him the bowl or whatever. As I'm, I lo- as I'm, I'm, dead. I'm so happy for y'all. Y'all get to cross. You know, because it's so much fun we when you meet somebody too. you've never met like before, but you met them through the community, like I did with Derek Bow and like Ryan Sprague. Yeah. It's it's just so like y'all feel like y'all y'all been known each other for like ever, dude. It was like like I went down last summer. I was in Ohio, so I went over to to go watch a fight with Kyle, and yeah. we, we did that fight companion and shit. And it was like I I pull up in front of Kyle's house. He's outside waiting for me so I can jump in his car so we can go get beer. And like I jumped out of the truck and we just hugged real quick, jumped in the car and we like drove to the store. <laughs> <laughs> drove like some besties right right it was just like it was like yeah we've known each other forever <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful th- that is a beautiful thing about like this whole community i think like anybody who it's always it's always just a beautiful feeling man i don't know yeah, i don't know man. another way to put it it's cool to get to to meet somebody in person that you've either just talked to on the internet or you know at least with Raphael and i we've we've had 
tons of conversations in real in quote unquote real life. So right, and you know, you meet them in, in real life, and they don't want to date, rape, drug you. Or maybe <laughs> right, <life>. right. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Because there's some motherfuckers I'd be a little cautious around. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be leaving my drink out. <laughs> like Keith, like Keith Schilling, I wouldn't oh, leave my drink around. Keith. I wouldn't trust Keith Schilling around my drink. <laughs> I do collect a lot of toys. That is kind of weird. I wouldn't trust me. Don't say that. I'm coming to your house, man. You want... <laughs> I'm making sure there's a lid on everything I drink. <laughs> oh, it's all uh, bottled water. Don't worry. You can ask my guest. <laughs> so, everybody, is this unanimous for old Justin Willis? Yeah, I've got Justin yeah. Willis winning this one. Yeah, I got Big Pretty. I think oh, that's the hell of a name sherman gets hit too much and willis has got some nasty power and he's got and he's got nasty like stance switching like his karate like background like it's evident like he knows how to like work angles and make angles work for a big person in a way that's just like that's dangerous that's day if he loses a little bit more weight like that is so dangerous yeah and he, he keeps avoiding takedown like that is <clears throat> so dangerous for every like that's that next evolution Heavyweight shit like that, like that next evolution, like when when uh, we saw old Max Holloway start doing it, like in 2015 and 16, like you're just like, oh my god, like he's just doing things that like that's not normal for like uh, somebody of his weight class to be, or they're not catching on to doing it. Yeah, and so that that's the beautiful thing about about uh, Justin Willis. So I'm I'm all about that, man. What's what's the next one? Uh, we got. Oh, I was gonna say about Chase Sherman. He he's. Inconsistent in the cage, but consistently funny on Twitter. Oh, he's the most hilarious person. I love following know? that dude on Twitter. Uh, we got David Branch and Tiago Santos. Boom. Ooh. Ooh. This is going to be a good one. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Oh. Man. Oof. I don't know. I don't know either. Branch, uh, one and one since returning to the UFC with... A split decision win over Christoph Jocko and his second round KO loss to Luke Rockhold back in September. Santos ain't no no Rockhold either at the same no. time. So. No, but he ain't no Jock though either. As no, of late. Seen, yeah, seen how, he's how been bad. killing people, dude. Santos on no, four yeah, fight Santos, win streak, all by Santos knockout. Santos been killing people. Yeah, all by knockout. He hasn't gone out of the second round. Jocko's hype kind of went away with three. Yeah, three of those fights. Oh yeah, but I thought I, I thought there was an incomplete idea right there. Um, but yeah, man, I. Uh, but I mean, none of the I'm guys, a- none of the guys that that Santos has beat are David Branch either. Right, it's like Gerald Mirshart and like Jack Hermanson. Somebody, right, like who, Jack who, Marshman and who the fuck are those guys? You Anthony know what I mean? Smith, like, yeah. Like, so yeah, I mean, give me David Branch. I think he can beat. I think in dub in WSOF he'd have fought somebody like like this dude, and I think he'd have beat him. So um, give me give me give me David Branch. Give me David Branch. Yeah. Let me see what happens there. I like David Branch's wrestling and and uh, his ability on the ground over Santos. I think I think he can take Santos down, get him in clinch positions, and be able to score takedowns, get it to the floor, and ground and pound him, and look for a submission. Yeah, give me that. What are you thinking, Raphael? I, I think Branch has a better striking. I think Tiago can knock him out. But I don't think uh, Branch is going to want to play that game. And I think he's a smarter fighter. I think he's going to implement a smart game plan and uh, incorporate smart smart uh, stand-up with some takedowns to, to outpoint 
Tiago. Yeah, I think I think his his uh, overall striking is definitely better, but because Santos is wild as fuck, but he's got that mad yeah. power. Can't get you. You can't can't get in a striking battle with him. No. <laughs> Especially. Yeah, that's not happening. Nah. That's the dumbest shit to do. Ooh. This What's is, the next one? This is a good fight, though. Aljamain Sterling versus Brett Johns. Ooh, because I, I don't want Brett Johns to lose. Brett Johns says he's ready to go to war. I mean, he he might be. Like, Didn't he get the cap slicer that, on? Oh, uh, yeah. That, that was nasty. the last. That Joe sneaky Soto. little cap slice. Yeah. Uh, Joe Soto. On a Joe Soto. Dude, Joe Soto, Joe Soto went for the, yeah, he went for the takedown. This guy's like, you're going for the takedown? Here's his calf slicer real quick. Right, he, here's a roll, and then yeah. let's check let's check your calf real quick, sir. Oh, oh, that's mine. I own that. Yeah, Soto had no idea what the hell was going on. The setup was beautiful. The execution was beautiful. It was 30 seconds into the first and round. Isn't Aljo coming off that knockout loss from, uh, Marlon. was it Marlon Marais? Yeah, Marlon back in December. I forgot about that one, but yeah, yeah, it was that that knee. Well, he yeah, he kicked him and like yeah, he He did too. He didn't have him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he did dabbed on them boys. And he made fun of himself. Like that's a cool thing. He made fun of himself. He's like everybody. Did y'all watch me dab? (laughs) Um, Give me a man. I like them both. But I've been a fan of Brett John since he was in Titan, and I'm glad to see him do really good. And um, give me give me Brett Johns. Let's see what happens. Let me roll the dice with Brett. I feel like it's a little bit of a dice roll, but give me Brett Johns. I yeah, I've been leaning towards Brett Johns. Uh, Eljo's inconsistent it, with his fights. You know, it, it went won a few in a row early in his career, then lost two in a row, won a couple, and then got knocked out by Marlin. One one at two. He's just inconsistent, and he kind of—I think—he falls short of the expectations that he's supposed to have. So, I think Johns has been on a roll. He's going to keep it going. I like Brett Johns too, but I'm going to go with Aljo. Uh, I want to see a little. I want to see a little bit more of Brett Johns. I know he's undefeated, but uh, he's had three fights. That submission though was fucking sick. But I'm going to go with Aljo. Aljo's definitely the more proven guy in the UFC for sure, and he's fought. Yeah, he's fought tougher competition in the yeah. UFC, and it, he's got really good technique. It just seems like he's kind of missing something to put it together to get the finish or to. Uh, well, that's like, what, his consistency. He's been finished too much. That's he's what, been stopped. That's what I mean by just that he's inconsistent. Like some fights, he looks really good and he's really on, and he's putting shit together, and other fights he looks like shit and he gets his ass beat. Yeah. This is true. That, that's that's the only reason why I'm going to go with, with – well, well, another reason I'm going to go with Brett Johns is, like, I just don't know what Aljo we're going to see. And, and you're very much right. Like, he can do stand-up things and he can do takedown things. But, like, there's, like, some sort of, like, middle ground where the transition, it's just like, eh. Like, it's not – there's some there's some sort of glue that's that's not there between the pieces – which is why I think he keeps losing fights. And so, I mean, that, that's, again, big reason why I'd, I'd be taking Brett Johns on this one. But I'm not mad at Rafael. Like I said, I, feel, I still feel like it's a, a dice roll picking picking Brett Johns on this one. So Yeah, it's it's it definitely is. 
but uh, I feel I feel the same way you do about about Johns. I think he's got something, and, and like you said, Rob, it's it's a good test for him. It's a good a good gauge mm-hmm. to see what he's got. Uh, opening the main card, Jim Miller taking on Dan Hooker. Goddamn, Jim Miller's still fighting. Oh yeah, and you know Jim Miller's got to be on a Jersey <laughs> card. If he ain't on a New York, he wasn't on Brooklyn, so he's got to be on fucking Jersey. <laughs> Isn't he like the New Jersey hillbilly? Of co- yeah, of course he's got to yeah. be on, man. Um, has he fought that hooker already too? Because it seems like he's going on the second round of fighting everyone now. Jim Miller's fought everybody. Everyone, everyone, everyone. No, he has not fought. Uh, he has not fought Dan Hooker. Okay. So like last time UFC, I... like Jim Miller fought my grandma. Like I'm going to just be fighting everyone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he'll take fighting. all the fights. Yeah, he'll take all the fights. I don't care. Yep. Sign me uh, up. Man, I don't know. Give me Dan Hooker. Yeah, Hooker's on a two-fight win streak over a knockout win over Ross Pearson and a third-round submission to Mark Casey back in December. You see, he fights smart. He fights smart. Like that's that's yeah. the only you know. And I think I think he can. Uh, so I think Jimmy's... I think outsmarts the wrong word for Jim Miller because Jim Miller's so vetted. I think he can make the proper adjustments though to know like what Jim Miller's not gonna do. Like, oh, Jim Miller's not gonna want to fight here. Like you right. know what I mean? He's not gonna do this. Well, and Jimmy, well, give, give me Dan Hooker. Jimmy's just not the same fighter anymore. He's older. He's thirty-four. I mean, he's my age. I'm fucking. Yeah, he's down. thirty-four, but he's like a hard, hard, hard. H a r d t hard. Thirty-four. Like he's a war-torn vet. Thirty-four. Like he went to war when he was twelve. You yeah, know what man. I mean? That bro. That dude's been been through some shit. His 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 latter years are gonna be real rough on his body. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with Hooker just due to the fact that I think the Lyme disease is gonna affect Jim Miller. Ooh, yeah, that's right. He's got that, yeah, sickle cell and shit or whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah, Funny. no, but like he he's had tons of wars and he, he does have Lyme, which does you know it's gonna fuck him up a little bit. But he's getting older. The body the body doesn't recover the same. Like I mentioned, he's, how many fights does he have? Thousand. Uh, yeah, thousand. Jim Miller. <laughs> In October, will celebrate his decade of fighting in the UFC. In the UFC, yeah, that's insane. And that that doesn't that's count insane. the fucking 155 fights he had before he got into the UFC. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, that man's a war-torn vet. He fought World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, Korea. He fought Gulf War. He fought. Whatever war we're at now, he fought all the war on terrors. That motherfucker's been fighting wars all his life. He fought both wars for the bushes, like <laughs> civil war. He fought war of Persia, war of eighteen twelve. The Infinity War is coming up. He's gonna yeah, he's gonna be in Infinity War. He's a, he's an Avenger extra. Yep. That motherfucker just be fighting everyone. Everybody. Like he don't care. Like that's that's one thing you can't. T- I'm not saying like he's not a warrior, but just this might not be. It might not be his thing no more. That's all I'm saying. Yep. I, it's it's just it's. – I've said the same thing about Joey Lozon, man. I love Joe Lozon. He's a warrior too. Joe would take a fight with anybody. He doesn't care. It, but it's just that time, man. It's time to, it's time to hang it up. You've, you've gone through yep. too much. The sun is setting. Yep. The sun is setting. Yep. <sighs> and on that note, the sun is setting for me. I do have a few other things to do tonight, but – um, I want to thank y'all for for having me on. Open door. Uh, I'm sure y'all, y'all y'all will continue the show as soon as I get off and 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 catch up with y'all lives and y'all self. But um, I I very much enjoyed this. 
I thank y'all so much for having me on. I, I appreciate the. I know it's open door policy, and and maybe we'll do this more more often. I walk away. You know, I got to walk away. I've been walking away and processing stuff, and uh, just seeing how it fits into my life and, and how it's all positive. And this was, of course, a positive experience. So, you know, I'll probably text you tonight, tomorrow, or something like that, and and uh, let you know, you know, if we can do this more consistently. But thank you, Anytime, everybody. Brother. Thank you. For, yes. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Th- thank the fans, everybody, for for continuing to to listen to and 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 just. Be loaded, Joe's yourself. Even if you're a sober Joe, you're a no fun Joe. Uh, I still got, I still got much love for you. You know, as long as you're tuning in. And ladies, again, y'all can hit up the DM. Just make sure you type in Money Blake Weather, Dear Money. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, here's my, here's my virtual panties. Whatever. Slide into them DMs. Slide girls. in them. Uh, <laughs> Promo code average. <laughs> Promo code loaded. Uh, promo code average. Uh, hashtag full, full, full heel. Uh, I'll give y'all the full heel, girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for real though, uh, Raphael, Jeff, thank y'all for for having me on, and uh, thank y'all for for keeping the the name going, man. That that's I, I can't put that enough into words, man. Thank y'all so much. Thank you, brother. Much love. Thank you so much for joining us, dude. It's good to hear from you again. Yeah. Thanks, brother. We'll do it again soon. Absolutely. Peace for me. All right, Blake. Yeah. Yeah, he just rode away in that red and yellow Harley, brother. <laughs> rode off on that red <laughs> and yellow Harley. Hey, and his logo is red and yellow, brother. Brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was good to hear from Blake. Fuck yeah, it was good to hear from Blake, man. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't hit him up because, you know, I saw he was boxing. I'm like, oh, everything's good. It's good, he's boxing. But I'm I'm glad to hear he's good. I didn't know he was going through all that. Neither did I. I kind of, after a while, like I kind of wondered. But like I, I just I don't know, man. Sometimes I don't like to be like, hey, man, what's what's going on? You know, like me and Blake have had conversations about just anything in general. Like I fucking talk to him on Snapchat or whatever, and you know, like we comment back and forth on some stuff and post. But you know, I'm I don't know. But I'm glad to hear he's fucking. You know, doing well and in a good headspace. Got that new job that he's really excited about. It sounds from what he was telling us off air. It sounds like a really great opportunity for him to do something super cool. You know, it's fucking awesome yeah. to have him on, man. I miss that dude. Yeah, yeah, Blake's awesome. Yeah. Maybe we should go to Austin sometime. We should plan a trip. Let's do it. Maybe next year, I'll say I'll save my vacation for that. Cali to Austin. We'll spend a couple of days in Cali and then go shoot over to Austin. We just go and we go and fucking cross country and back down yeah. south. Yeah. <laughs> the average Joe's full heel podcast road trip. We're gonna ride away from Red and Yellow Harley's brother. <laughs> Dude, fuck yeah. I'm high as fuck. I smoked yeah, me too. I've almost smoked this whole joint already and it was a fucking fatty. I like three bongs. Yeah, I see. I've been watching that too. Where the fuck are we? Oh yeah, we're on the FS1 prelims. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's been a fun show, man. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Good to have Blake. Happy 420 once again, everybody. Smoke yep. if you got them. Light them up. 420 for us every day, but for you guys, enjoy it. Yeah, you know, some people that's the only time of the year they smoke. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's the life you got to live. I respect it. Yeah, you do you, boo boo. Do you, boo boo? We don't, we don't, we don't fucking condemn anyone's lifestyles here at yeah. the Average Joe's. I used to drink. I just don't drink anymore. 
I still drink I have sometimes. I just I just yeah. like to smoke. I'm a beer. I just don't do it anymore. I just yeah, I just like smoking so much more. Sometimes, so much more. Sometimes I do both. When I go to the brewery, we smoke weed outside. Yeah. Boom. So I mean, I do what I want. <laughs> Damn it. Ryan Lafalier versus Alex Garcia. Yeah. The Dominican Nightmare. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to fuck with my screen because it's got me on this weird split screen now that Blake left the call. Yeah. Because <laughs> usually it's all you and then just I got the little this little box. It's fucking with me. I, yeah, the two boxes are overlapping one on another. Yeah, that's what it's doing to mine too. <laughs> I just changed the view. I was trying to figure out how to do it. I, I just left it alone. <laughs> that's why I got distracted. I can't have it like that. It'll, it'll distract me more. So... I got to learn how to change it for my YouTube so I could fix the arrangement next time. I don't know how. Um, so, yeah, Ryan LaFlair versus the Dominican Nightmare Alex Garcia on the FS1 featured prelim. LaFlair recently lost to Alex Oliveira in July 2017. Damn, he hasn't had a fight in a while, almost a year. And, uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Garcia's coming off of a submission win over Muslim Solikov. Oh, Solikov just got that fucking um knockout. Knockout. It was a boring fight, but he got that knockout. Yep. Yep. He's coming he submitted him back in November. Before that he was beat by Tim Means by decision pretty fucking badly. He's got a win over Mike Pyle back in two thousand sixteen. Uh. 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 <laughs> See, if uh. there would have never been Master P, the uh would have been synonymous with Biggie. <laughs> hey, everyone, everyone takes it from it. Everyone bites off of everyone. I'm just saying, like, everyone, because anytime anybody makes an uh noise, they always associate it. If they're, if they're old enough, they always associate it with Master P. Mm-hmm. But if Master P hadn't come out in fucking the latter part of the night, or you know the mid to latter part of the nineties after Biggie had died, it would have been fucking synonymous with Biggie. Biggie owned a lot in his shit. Anyway, you hear that oil? Yeah. Nice. Um... What, what do you got? I'm going to go with um, Alex Garcia. He's a little tank. I don't know. He is a tank, dude. Oh, dude's got fucking power. Mm. And he's not afraid to strike. Nope. Not afraid to mix it up at all. <laughs> LaFleur's been knocked out. He said by Oliveira. He went the distance with Damian Maya, though. Yeah. I mean, my I just jujitsued him though. I bet. Yeah, I'm sure. Gone. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Alex just because I've seen more of him went the, than Lafleur. Went the distance with Ponzinibbio. Outstruck him actually. Ooh, Lafleur. Yeah. Ooh. He fought Ponzinibbio all the way back in 2013 though. Yeah. He's got. He beat Ponzinibbio. Court McGee. John Howard, 
And then he lost to Damian Maya. He put two together, lost to no. Oliveira. Um, so, no, no. Yeah, probably. I, I think. I think. Uh, I'm gonna go with you and, and take Garcia. Although I'll be interested to see what. Um, what the flair brings. Well, the flair flair brings into this fight. I mean, he's definitely got the experience. Yeah. If he can tire, tire him out a little bit. Maybe. Um, Magomed Bebelatov taking on Yuka Bebelatov. It's, it's a hilarious name. Huh? It's a hilarious name. Bebelatov. Bebelatov. Charbaz. Yeah. That's his nickname. Charbaz. Charbaz. <laughs> what? Yeah. Taking on uh, Yuko Sasaki. It's a very tiny person. He looks very. Oh young. shit! These both these two guys are one twenty five. Damn. Yeah. Tiny dudes. Well, Sasaki looks like a hundred and twenty five pounder. He probably looks like he weighs like a hundred and twenty. But I mean, Biblatov is at least a, a big dude. You know, like muscular and stocky. Like he probably cuts a pretty good amount of weight. <laughs> judging by the size of him but yeah i'm pretty sure i've seen bibliotov but it was against moraga and i was paying attention to moraga and moraga won yeah he lost to moraga by knockout back yeah. in october he's got a win over so i saw that one but i don't remember too Yano much about Lousa. it mm-hmm. uh, and then this guy fucking uh Susaka. lost to juicier yeah he lost to juicier he beat scoggins damn rear naked choke on scoggins how was how'd that happen I, remember, I kind of remember that fight because I picked Scoggins to win because I think Scoggins was on. Yeah, he lost to Hayes. Close fight. He's been streaky in the UFC, though. On, off, on, off, yeah. on, off. Um, fuck. It's because Moraga's a tough opponent. Like, it's a tough opponent for a second guy. In your UFC, like uh, in coming into the UFC, right? I'm I'm gonna go with Bibliotov. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely the bigger, stronger guy. And if he's anything like any of his other uh, countrymen, he's gonna march in and take uh, Sasaki down and try to ground and pound him out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm gonna go with. Goddamn, I hate fucking winter, spring, winter, spring, bro. Like this shit that's been going on with us. It's yeah, fucking with it's my allergies so br- so badly, and I'm a goddamn mouth breather because I can't fucking mm-hmm. breathe out my nose. It hit me too bad, but, but <laughs> yeah, it did hit me earlier on. Good news is I was looking at the weather last night, and it's supposed to be like 60 degrees when I come down to Chicago. Nice. It so, should be good. I think it should get better from here on out. So sorry to you, but you're gonna be staring at my pasty ass legs because my fat ass is gonna be wearing shorts. <laughs> well, if I wear shorts, you'll be looking at my nasty ass scars. So, haha. <laughs> well, that's cool. Scars are fine. I like. Scars. I have a huge. I have a huge gash on my leg from when I. Yeah, I remember you telling me my that. bone out my skin. The only gnarly, I got two gnarly, like pretty gnarly scars on my head, but. I took a five iron to the face. Nice. Yeah. Why? 
I, it wasn't on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, five, four or five okay. years, four, four or five years old. We were at my grandparents' house, and my older cousin was swinging golf clubs, and he fucking hit me in the face. Full force? Yeah. You get KO'd? Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't remember. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, you had to, dude, because if he was just swinging it, even if you were just walking by and he was just swinging it, you get a lot of whip with that shit. I don't remember if I got knocked out or not. I know I know. I remember fucking crying because it hurt, but I don't remember if I got knocked out. I don't know, dude. I got a fucking thick-ass skull, bro. I've been punched in you the face. That Homer, you got that Homer Simpson syndrome? Oh, maybe. I've been punched in the head and the face a lot. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm invincible or anything like that, but... I've yeah. been in some bar fights and hit by some big dudes and didn't get knocked out, so that was cool. I don't know. I don't remember, obviously, because I was a kid, and I probably got a concussion from it. But, yeah, there's a, I'll show you when I – you'll see it when I'm there. There's a fucking scar right in the middle of my forehead, and then I got one up at the top of my head. Anyway. Yeah, I think Bibliotov takes him down. Fucking yeah. Ground and pounds him. Russell fucks him. Bibliotov. Uh, Luan Chagas versus Sair Bahadrasada. Yeah. 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 It's a crazy name. I'm going to. Bahadrasada? I'm just going to go Sayer, but that's not my pick. I'm just going to. That's what I'm going to call him Sayer. Um, Two fight win streak. Uh, knocked out Rob Wilkinson back in September. And submitted Brandon Thatch in at uh, UFC 196. Oh, Bajra, hmm. been around for a while. Well, he looks like he disappeared for like three years, two years. Yeah, I'm going with uh, it's a year. Chagas has had three fights in the UFC. Went to a draw with Sergio Marais, uh, lost to Eric Silva by submission, and beat Jimmy Waldhead back in June. But this is, we got to note, this is Eric Silva off of the roids, right? Yeah, this is 2016. This is already USADA, yeah. Yeah. Where we have to note that he's had a gradual decline in performance ever since he's been. Oh, my God, yeah. That's it. And, like, not even just, like, performance, but even body. He went from, like, jacked as fuck at 170 to dad body at 170. Almost a dad body, not a dad. But, but like, like to no definition, he wasn't cut anymore. He, was just, he just looked like a regular dude at 170. And, like, he didn't drop a whole division, nothing. Like, it was. Right. Right. Like I said. a little fishy to me. Bro, like I said the other night on Tuesday when we were talking about fucking. Hey, you don't you talk shit him. about Brazil, my friend. My friend, you don't talk shit. I'm not okay? talking. I'm not talking shit about Brazil. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing it's out. It's acai, my friend. You don't take acai. You don't know, my friend. I'm just. I'm just pointing out how drastically different Brazilian fighters' bodies looked once. USADA came in and their performances since. Bro, it's, bro, it's the clem all in the acai. That's all it is. Not their fault. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. What? What'd you say? 
Also, we could save it for news, but I kind of lost suspended six months. Oh, I just didn't hear what you said the first time. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I mean, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's... You don't talk shit, Brazil, my friend. Look, I'm not talking shit about Brazil, my friend. I'm just pointing out. I'm just pointing something out that. Look, I'm just pointing at the elephant in the room. Everybody else has noticed it. Everybody else has noticed it. I'm not alone. It's been pointed. Joe has pointed it out himself numerous yeah. times on his show. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with uh, Sayer. Yeah, I got Sayer. <laughs> I will also take Sayer. Opening the FS1 prelims, Corey Anderson taking on Patrick Cummings and his mustache. Oh, this is going to be an interesting fight. It's going to be a real... I bet you Pat Cummins fucking bleeds a lot. It comes yeah. out. It comes out looking a mess. With his no teeth having ass. Because <laughs> they've been knocked <laughs> the fuck out. Yeah. Um, Corey Anderson's... He's a tough and durable guy. He just doesn't, like, excel in anything. Nah. He can hold you against the cage and beat you up there. He can outstrike you, but it won't be, like, heavy shots. He won't really put it on you. He's had some, he's had some TK wins, but like it's, it hasn't been super impressive by him. Pat's been uh, been on a two fight win streak ever since he fucking went to the mustache. Yeah. Pat came in facing fucking killers right away, but you know he's been put through the fire and he hasn't come out winning all the time. Pat had to pull out of a fight not that long ago, I want to say, cuz he had like a staff infection or some shit. He was supposed mm-hmm. to fight somebody. I don't remember who it was. Was it Corey? Were they supposed to fight before? Could have been. Yeah, I don't remember. But I think I remember I remember a picture of Pat Cummings in the hospital. So I'm gonna ride with Pat. I like I like that dude. <laughs> I like the way he yeah, fights. I, I like Pat. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Pat too. And Corey's been knocked out the last two fights in a row. So I don't. I don't know, man. That, that that's actually. I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna switch my pick. I'm. I'm gonna go with Corey Anderson. And he got knocked out by Jimmy Manoa and Ovin sent Pru the last two yeah. fights. So yeah. Ooh. It's a tough pick. Yeah. I'll take Pat by decision. I'll take Corey Anderson by this, by KO. I think he's going to stop the takedown and KO and catch Pat. That Noguera one really gets me, man. Like, I don't know Noguera's got good hands and everything, but Pat, come on, man. Lil Nog got you. Lil Nog. But, bro, he, since he's growing that mustache... <laughs> He's turned into a different fighter. <laughs> the stash. He's like Samson with the hair. I mean, he fucking, he went to war with Jan Blahovitz. Yeah. And took some shots from Jan Blahovitz. And went to war with fucking uh, Volante. The model himself. That, that pretty motherfucker. As Matt Sarah likes to call him. Are we getting Volante versus uh Sam Alvey? Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's uh I don't remember. They're fighting sometime soon in the next couple months though. 
That's that's gonna be a fight. Fuck yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> that's so stupid. That's gonna be a fight, duh. Yeah, of course they're gonna fight. No, I know what you meant though. That's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be a good fight. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad Sam was like, "Hey, Vellante, let's get it on." I was like, "What? Yeah, I want to see that one." Sam at two hundred five, man. It's it's not a fucking. It didn't look bad last time. No. That's probably easier for him, like, good for him. He doesn't have to cut as much weight because Sam's a big motherfucker. Yeah. Like, he is a big dude. For Especially for 185, he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe it'll work out in his favor. <clears throat> Get, it sure, Get it on. sure, dog. Get it on. You don't even have the next fighter. You just like it's an unknown fighter. What do you mean unknown fighter? Who's this guy just fighting some random some nobody? What Leslie Smith and Aspen Lad? Okay, see so that no uh, Mirab. Oh, uh, D- uh, Devalive Dalishville. Yeah, or Devalishville. Yeah, he's fighting uh, Ricky Simon. It looks like he's probably a contender guy. Okay. Uh, yes. Yep. He beat Donovan Freelo back in August on the Contender Series. Uh, but yeah, Leslie Smith's taking on Aspen Ladd in the Fight Pass featured fight. Um, I don't want Aspen Ladd over to go. I'm going with Aspen Ladd. Uh, she's got heart. She's got some skills. I want to see a little bit more of her. Her ground game is pretty good. It's not like super crafty, but she pulls it off. She's got the KO win in her debut against Alina uh, Landsberg back in October. Must Smith's a tough chick. Yeah. She's been around for a while. Is she the though. one that got her ear blown up by Cyborg? Yes. With that punch to the ear. But boof. Yeah. That ear exploded. Back at UFC 198. Yeah. First round knockout. Since then, she's beaten uh, your girl, Irena Eldana. Mm, Irena, yeah. Yeah. And has a win over Amanda Lemos. Lemos. By KO, so. I'm going to go with Lad. I like Lad. Let's go Aspen. Let's go Lad. She's the younger. Damn, she's only 23. Aspen Lad's young as shit. Is she a young chick? I got no idea about uh, Ricky Simon and Marab. I know nothing. And uh, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Yeah, me neither. I don't know anything about them. I think I know anything about the first fight either. So Tony Martin and... Kiata Nakamura. Yeah. Well, if I know anything, oh, Tony which Martin I don't, got beat by OIM. Okay. Yeah, so I have which I don't. So this Nakamura is probably related to Shinsuke Nakamura, which is totally racist of me to say. <laughs> but I'm gonna say he's gonna Kinshasa him to win. I'm going with uh, Kiata Nakamura, just because of a similar name to Shinsuke Nakamura. Damn, Tony Martin been fighting for fucking ever. So I have seen this dude fight. I just don't, I don't know. He must not have made a very big impression on me. I don't remember hardly any of these fights. 
I'm gonna go with you, Shinsuke. It's cousin. It's cousin. Aita, Aita, Nakamura. He's he's had a lot of fights. This is uh, this is the last fight card for a couple of weeks for the UFC. You got no. How many? Uh, they come back May twelfth for the pay per view. All right. So they're All off, right. off the next two weeks. Okay. And then you get. Uh, oh, we're putting on this Pennington, right? Yeah, you get three events in May. <coughs> um, three in yeah. June. Yeah, you get Nunez and Pennington, uh, Ponzinibbio and Usman. And uh, Till and Wonder Boy on a Sunday, but that's Labor Day weekend or Memorial Day weekend, so that's cool. Thank you. Uh, three in June, yeah, like you said, you got Fight Night Rivera and Morass right at the beginning. UFC Ooh, UFC two twenty five the next weekend, and then they're off until the twenty third. Let's go. They're off until the twenty third of. The- then uh, two weeks off again, two fights on uh, for uh, International Fight Week. Well, we don't get we, we don't get two weeks off. We we're, we're going to come at you with uh, Bellator one ninety eight brothers. Yeah, we'll be we'll definitely be not taking any time off. Well, we might. I got to look some of that card up. See some of those fighters at least. Check their bios at least. See what's up. Yeah. So we can talk about them. Yeah. yeah. Or we just smoke and chill and roll yeah. joints. We can talk about old wrestling. We can do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. Uh, where is... Who... I'm trying to find where that fight we were just talking about. Nakamura? No, 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 no. No, I don't even remember who we were talking about. We were trying to figure out when somebody was fighting somebody else. Shit, I'm really high tonight. This That fucking joint was huge. <laughs> and then that dab probably didn't help things. <laughs> but Didn't make it worse. It didn't, it didn't make it worse. It just didn't make it better. <laughs> but... You know, you can't remember who we were talking about either, so... Yeah, I have no idea what the hell you, you were trying to bring up right now. When we were, uh, when we were finishing up the the, a couple, the last couple fights, we were talking about another fight coming up. And I can't remember who, but we were trying to figure out when it was going down. Hmm. I can't remember who it was now. Me either. <sighs> Fucking goddamn it. Or why it even came up in the first place. Somebody Tony Martin fought? Nope. I don't fucking know. I don't know, dude. I don't remember. But it's gonna, it's gonna fucking bother me now. <laughs> oh, good. Anyway. Oh, it was uh, Volante and fucking... Uh... Sam Elvey. Sam Elvey. See? Yeah, I told you. I told you. You didn't tell me shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming up in June. 
at the June 1st fight night. All right. I. So there you go. There you go. June 1st. Okay. Part of the Marlon Morass. Rice and Rivera. All right. Let's get into some fucking news. Zabit Magomed Sharapov signs a new contract with the UFC. The featherweight prospect has signed a new contract for. Let's see, he had he had one fight left on his contract going into his or following his unanimous decision win over Bochniak. Now he has four more fights. Uh, terms weren't disclosed, but it's more than four fights, so he's going to be around for a little while. And he found out he won't need surgery for his injured right hand. Okay. I, I. They thought he broke his hand minutes before the fight at the Barkley Center. Probably warming up. Yeah, it was just a strange whatever. Yep. Goddamn. Uh, Islam Makachev versus Cajun Johnson is set for a UFC Fox card in Canada. Uh, it's expected to take place in Calgary in, on July 28th. Um, trying to see who else is uh, on that card. I don't know. Uh, Miracle Crow, <laughs> so Miracle Crow Crop has passed an auto competition test. Going into Bellator 200, so that's good news. He's off the special. Yeah, we're getting that fight. We're getting that fight. He's off the special vitamins that he was allowed to take over in hey, Japan. He's not Brazilian. What are you implying, bro? Don't, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Did you watch those Ryzen cards when he fought? Uh, yeah. He was like, yeah. he was uber crow cop. He looked like Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles too. Oh yeah. That show was awesome. Hit knocking fools, just beating fools. Yeah. Plus, he got busted taking shit before he left the yeah, UFC. I'm, I know, bro. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> but yeah, no, he definitely has to be off of him for Bellator if he's going to get tested. But yeah. Him versus um, big old fatty. Ryan Nelson. Yeah. yeah, remember I was trying to remember if they had fought once and I couldn't, and then after the podcast I checked and they did. That's right. But uh, I think Roy Nelson won the first one. If I'm not mistaken. Probably by but, taking him down and laying on him. Yeah, but uh, Roy Nelson hasn't looked the same as of late. Well, Crow, Crow Cops forty three. Yeah, and he's off the juice, and, and he did look good juice. because of the juice. So yeah, he looked like a killer. In Ryzen looked like a yeah, but, killer. Yeah. That that but big ass. Not admit that it was dude. because of the juice is lying to oneself. Yeah, that that fucking big ass. Uh, where's he fights out of AKA Thailand? I think it is. But it's the guy that uh, Crow Cop took out of the finals at the first Ryzen uh, Grand Prix that they had two years ago. Huge. I can't remember his name though. But he beat his ass. Uh, Clay Guida versus Bobby Green is slated for UFC 225. 
taking place in Illinois. So they're putting Clay back in his his uh, his home state, Round Lake, Illinois. Native son. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Let's. Will it will it be the retirement fight for for Clay Guida? It's been around forever. Isn't the UFC right? What? This in the UFC, right? This in the, the yeah. UFC two twenty five. Yeah, you could be watching this fight. Oh, I thought you said he was fighting in. I'm fucking high. I thought you said he was fighting in Illinois. He is. He's well, fighting. Chicago, right? He's fighting yeah. at UFC two twenty five. Yeah. Where is Chicago? <laughs> I just thought you meant like some event somewhere in Illinois. Other than Chicago. No, bro. He's on UFC 225. <laughs> Dude, that card is stanked. I didn't even know he was on there. They just added it, it looks like. But yeah. Yeah, that card is stacked as fuck. I'm jealous that I'm not going to get to go. And I don't get to watch it live. Take it over to the pay-per-view and watch it after? Yeah. Yes. Or something. Something of that nature. I'll watch it. Yeah. Well, you have a show, so. Yeah. Yep. You'll figure it out. I'll watch it. Did you hear about Daniel Cormier taking a head coaching job uh, in California? For high school? For his, yeah, for his his kid's high school or his old high school or something? It's the high school his kids will go to, I believe. Okay. All right. Yeah, because his kids are too young right now. His one son. Young. I think his oldest son's like seven. He's a beast at wrestling, apparently. Well, not oh. a beast, but you know, he's learning. Well, I mean, he's got he's got a really yeah. good good coach, and he goes and he trains with fucking people all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that was part of what Cormier said. You know, he wanted to take the job. It gives him another group of people to bring his kid to come train with. Yeah, and, and Cormier said it himself. He doesn't even have that long left. No, so. no. It's a nice transition. And he's donating his salary to his assistant coaches. So he's not even going to get paid for it. Which is cool because, like, I've I've been an assistant coach in high school wrestling and shit, and sometimes they have it, the school has it in a budget to pay an assistant, but most of the time they don't. In my last two years of coaching, I was coaching at a school where we were building the program, so I didn't even get paid either year. Mm, that sucks. I've been a volunteer coach several years, but it, yeah, you just, it's, it's, you're giving up all this time and your time away from your life and commitment because you love the the sport and you like teaching kids, but you definitely don't coach for uh, <laughs> you don't coach for the money in high school sports. That's for sure. Oh yeah, there's no money in there. There's no. hardly any money in coaching unless you're famous. Nah, but uh, he's bringing in some good uh, some good assistant coaches. Uh, that uh, Sean Bunch, who's an MMA veteran, but also a two time NCAA All American at Edinburgh University. And uh looks like probably an, an AKA, well, now he's probably an AKA prospect, but uh, he was a two-time NCAA All-American at Oklahoma University, Kyle Crutchmer. 
those are his assistant coaches, which I know most people that means nothing to, but maybe there's somebody who enjoys college wrestling out there like I do. So, um, yeah. That's no, awesome for DC. Yeah, that's cool for DC. He's got, he's got, you know, he's still going to continue to do his uh, Daniel Cormier Academy <laughs> or his uh, Daniel Cormier, aka Youth Wrestling Club, that he has at the gym. And he uh, he also has programs at two other local San Jose gyms. So he's got a lot going on. He's a good guy, that Daniel Cormier. The only time I don't really like DC is when he's fighting John. Mm-hmm. Is that a fuck you lady? Do we get a fuck you lady? <laughs> I heard something. <laughs> no, no, no. It hasn't gone off yet. Oh, I thought I heard something. God damn it, I want to breathe out of my nose. It's terrible. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> Mike Jackson said that USC 225 is going to go worse for CM Punk than when he fought Mickey Gall. He's talking a lot of shit. Yeah, but I know that that's the name of the game. You know, he can't come in and be like, oh, well, I'm going to lose. But I'm I'm 100% in on CM Punk. I want CM Punk to win. I'm a WWE fan. I'm a UFC fan. I'm an MMA fan. Uh, he's from Chicago. I want him to win. I'm rooting for CM Punk. And Mike Jackson's been running his mouth. And I know he's got to do it. You know, he's done promos on this guy, and you know. But I'm going with Punk. I don't know how you can say that. The I mean, I know he's, like you said, he's talking shit, trying to build interest in the fight. But how can you say that the fight's going to go worse for CM Punk than what happened to him in the Mickey yeah. Gall fight when the exact same thing happened to you against Mickey Gall? Actually, you got to be faster. Yeah. And he said that that didn't matter when he was talking to Ariel. <laughs> that, 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 that that wasn't a factor or something. I don't know what he was trying to. Uh, he's... The only reason, I, don't... I mean, the only reason that that Mike Jackson's back in the UFC is to fight CM Punk. Yeah, that's the only reason. That's it. He got cut immediately after the fight. Yeah, didn't he get cut for weed? Jackson. Yeah. I don't know. I know he got cut. I don't think he got cut for weed. I don't think they were bringing maybe it was Maybe it was Mickey Gall's first opponent. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That was the dude that Sage beat. That's what it was. That was the dude that Sage beat, like, his first fight or whatever into the UFC. Yeah, no, because Gall's first fight was Jackson, and then Gall's second fight was CM Punk. Yep. yep. And that's why this is set up, because they're both 0-1 and both beat by Mickey Gall. Yep. So, but... I don't know. I'm going with Punk, man. Can't. I can't not go with Punk. I know he's got a lot of haters in the like MMA hardcore fans just don't want to root for him because he's a WWE guy. Why do they push away that history so much? Pro wrestling is deeply embedded in the history of Pride and the beginnings of MMA. I know, but hardcore UFC fans don't want you know if if they're not a wrestling fan they don't want to. It seems like they just don't want it associated. Even though it seemed they accepted Brock 
because he won. I mean, they they clowned him when he first lost to Mir. Yeah, and then, and then they could be like, "Oh, that was pride." Well, Dan Severn. Dan Severn was UFC champion. He was NWA champion. Ken Shamrock. And he was more of a yeah. He was more of a catch wrestler. I know it's evolved to what he's but there's still remnants of pro wrestling now in Japan. Like New Japan Pro Wrestling still has. They've kept true and true to that old style of actually hitting each other. Yeah, catch and shoot and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why they, they don't like it. Everybody just but I'm wanted going punk, bro. Everybody punk just wanted punk. To, I mean, I think I think the the one thing that Brock had going for him was that he had fought once before the UFC signed him. He wasn't an O and O fighter. I mean, granted, it was one fight, but at least he had fought and beat somebody yeah some chinese guy yeah and had a legitimate background obviously as a fucking national champion and a legit shooter where punk really didn't have anything other than training with the gracies and not not even having a a high-ranking belt with the gracies just training yeah that's about it just having some training with them and I, and that's that's where a lot of people shit on it right from the start. And I get that part of it, but I've always said like the guy at least deserves a chance to try. Exactly. The UFC and... is they should get the criticism, if anything, I'm not criticizing the UFC because I know what they're doing. That's what I said from too from yeah. the start when he signed. I was like, Don't be mad at him. Be mad at the organization. Yeah. What would you do if you had just quit your job making millions of dollars? Uh, and then you get offered millions of dollars to do what you wanted to do when you fucking threatened to quit your job, whatever, five or six years before that, when you should have jumped at that opportunity when you had it and you regret it. So now you're getting a chance to fucking live out a dream that you wanted to do. And we're going to pay you a shit ton of money because you're famous and we know you're going to draw pay-per-view buys. Mm-hmm. What the fuck would anybody do? Yup. Yep. Sign me up, homie. I mean, he went to a legitimate camp. And, and to, to be honest, I think he's going to come very much more developed. And I, I don't think there's any way of proving that because we didn't get to see much of it. We That's... saw him rush in and try to and just try to. I think he, he wanted to be the showman and wanted to be the WWE guy. But to do that in the w, in the UFC, you got to come in throwing bombs and knocking people out. Whoa. Mickey Gall saw that game plan. He's like, nah. Mickey Let's Gall. Do... Mickey Gall knew what he was gonna do anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Mickey. Mickey had had a bunch of fights, and and Mickey's a legitimate fucking jujitsu like yeah. practitioner. Punk was at a disadvantage from the jump. Yep. Anybody that thought Punk was gonna win that fight was an idiot. But it wasn't. I don't know. The thing I I always say to people when they trash on him is like, what, we don't know. We don't know what his what kind of skill set he had at that time because we didn't get to see him do anything. No. Anything. Anything like he another well he took a beating on the bottom from a guy who knows how to control people from the fucking back take, and that's what they're really good at is taking the back and beating you up until you get a submission. I just want at least give the guy a chance. I'm glad they gave him a second fight. Give the guy yeah. a chance to show he has what his skill sets are, and he's had a year since or more since that fight to continue to evolve his skills. So exactly, and with like you mentioned earlier, a good camp. Yeah, and a good camp. And I don't think 
he's never, he's like, I don't think he's going to last in the UFC, but fuck it. He deserves a chance. I hope he gets a win and just like, so you know I. what? It was awesome. I'm out of here. It was an, it was an awesome experience. And, and, and he's like, you know what? It, it is tougher than, than what I thought it was. And if he's really serious about it, <coughs> I hope he does go down because even beating Greg Jackson or Mike Jackson isn't going to be a UFC. They're not going to find anyone else like this. No. Who are they going to bring up? They either throw Punk to the Contender Series or feed him people from the Contender Series. And as we're seeing, these guys from the Contender Series are legit. Aren't Yeah, they're no joke. Like, we're getting some people that are pretty good. Had he come in years ago... <laughs> when when he was going to leave the WWE the first time, I think maybe he would have been more apt to take the, the Ultimate Fighter route. Yeah. But like I said a couple of weeks ago or a week ago or whatever on the show, like, or maybe it was just in a conversation with somebody else, could you see that motherfucker living in the house with people? Mm-hmm. Look, nope. I don't think people ever look at it this way. If... Think about how you would feel if you were to put, get put in front of someone and be like, "Let's all right, ready, ready, fight." If from my experience, even in sparring, it's terrifying. You're about to punch each other in the fucking face. Yeah, like you're about to go to war. Well, your fight or flight kicks it, in. Not, yeah, and he's doing it on the highest stage possible, right, in front of millions of people, displaying a skill set that not a lot of people have seen, and it's not proven that he has a skill set provable to be. In the UFC, and he's doing it at that stage, and he's got to get past being terrified fighting another man, and then doing it in front of a public audience like that. That's right. That's crazy. I think he deserves a lot more respect than than what he gets, just because he's a WWE guy. That he gets hate. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, this it's stupid, and that's the other thing I've always I, I respect the guy for fucking doing it, mm-hmm. like taking that and saying, you know what, at my age, fuck it, let's go. Let's go. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. And because, like you said, it's scary as fuck, dude. You you guys are coming to blows. That's some of the scariest shit ever. You guys are fighting, right? And you've never been. You've never been in a in a. I mean, besides like some smokers in in the gyms and shit, you've never been in a real fight like that in your life. You never did it in the Amies. You haven't worked your way through the Amies into the pros and had a couple pro fights, and now you're in the UFC. Like, and yeah, you're taking that step to the big bright lights. But at least you've done this routine of the walk to the cage and introductions and all this shit before. You've been through all that. So at least you kind of got the grasp on that besides the UFC jitters. Add all of that up together in one night. The nervousness of your first ever fight all the way back in the Ammies. You're an amateur fighter and it's your first fight. You're fucking scared shitless and, you know, whatever. Or the hypeness and the the, the over adrenaline pumping uh, action and the anxiety and all that shit that's going through you, and you're not only in your first fight, but you're making your first fight in the fucking biggest organization for MMA in the world. Yep. And doing it on a main card of a pay per view, and yeah, you've walked that aisle. 
a thousand times in big arenas and at WrestleMania in front of probably bigger crowds than you're about to fight in front of, but you've never done what you're about to do in front of that size crowd. Exactly. He was probably scared shitless, and I would be too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going up against a guy. Not only are you going up against another man in your first fight ever, but you're going up against another guy that you know has a better skill set than you at this. He has done this enough times. He knows what he's doing. Dude, I got the utmost respect for Punk. And I like Punk anyway. Like, I didn't really yeah. watch his career in the WWE, but I I just like Punk as a as a person and and his work. He's a cult like, of personality, bro. Yeah. And well, that song that he walks out to, he's going to come out with it too again, the cult of, of personality. By of course he is. That's been the only yeah. time that's been with him since fucking Ring of Honor, hasn't it? I think he changed. He it. did change it in the WWE. Well, the WWE yeah. changed it at first because he, when he first came out, because I was still watching when he came into the WWE, um, because it was during the shitty ECW on Sci-Fi. Yeah, and he used to come out to this fire burns by Killswitch Engage. Because I, yeah, I liked Killswitch. I liked Killswitch a lot. With uh, yeah, he switched it when he came to WWE with their rendition of ECW. Yeah, and then he went back. Then he finally said, "Fuck you, give me my song back." Mm-hmm. But but uh, I'm. I like punk. Yeah, I do. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna pop when that song goes off in the arena. I bet, and, dude. Uh, I'd be popping with you if I was there. Yeah. Hopefully I don't punch my brother in the face out of excitement and out of love, not out of hate, never out of hate, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Don't punch me in the face. Cause I'm going to be sitting next to you next Saturday. Oh so. well, yeah. When Fedor comes out, right? Yeah, bro. Don't punch me in the face. I might roundhouse that one. Don't fucking roundhouse me. What the fuck? I'm going to be more excited with Fedor, bro. So am I. I love Fedor too. He's my fucking heavyweight yeah. goat. Yeah, me too. But watch him fail. Well, Miocic is kind of interesting fight. Interesting yeah, but fight. now, but Fedor in his prime versus Stipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just Fedor knew how to put everything together, man. Fedor was smarter than people. He put the game together better than everybody. And he just looked like a regular dude, but with a serial killer stare. And a fucking grenade in each hand. Yeah, bro. And ground game. Like the ability yeah. to fucking roll with high level dudes. And like his weird transitioning where like you couldn't get him on his back and like yeah. he would just always wind up on top of you even though you had the takedown. He had his... he would always reverse it mid mid takedown. He knew how to shift balance and weight to where he was on top and you're like, what the fuck? Sambo and Judo, man. Yeah, you're like, well, the fuck am I down here now? And why is my arm broken? Because he, like, that's what was beautiful too. The, how he, how he attacked the submission mid-transition in, uh, in their scrambles. So there would be, like, he would go for the takedown or they would go for the takedown and he would reverse position but somehow when they would land their hand would be, like, perfect and he'd be like, thank you. Yep. And like they didn't even have time to react or like to try to defend. And even if they did have time to defend, he was so in deep that he just had a boof, boof, you know, pop the hips a little bit to the side, you know, fuck up your grip a little bit, and then snap. He was incredible, dude. 
Yeah. And I and I and I hope we get that this in this upcoming Bellator. I do too. But man, but Mir is he's a tough motherfucker, and he is tough. We've seen like he's probably have how many arms has he not broken in fucking in the heavyweight division? He's taking. I know Verdum has got crazy jujitsu, but Mir. Mir's taking bastard. He's taking two. Noguera. Noguera and Tim Sylvia. Tim Sylvia. He's broken someone else. Uh, Hardonk. Anthony Hardonk. Didn't he fuck him up? I don't know. I don't remember that. Didn't he pop out of the thing and then he walked away and he's like, hmm, whatever. I don't remember that. I just remember the, the, the Tim Sylvia one, which I'm not going to lie. I kind of was, when at the time, I was kind of happy about when it happened because I didn't like Tim Sylvia. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he snapped that shit. God damn. But uh, the Noguera one was just fucking Noguera taking a stance like Will Ferrell and Talladega Knights. He was just like, break it. Yeah. Well, break the, it. Too. Like, he, because he's like, I reversed you, Mir. And then Mir's like, did you, bitch? Did you? Here we go. I, this transition didn't stop. And he used the momentum and then got back to the same position and <laughs> fucked yeah. him up. <laughs> Yeah. Snap, crackle, pop. Yeah, it was just in O'Gara. i like, fuck, what do I got next? He's like, I'm Break not, it. He's like, I'm, I'm not, not tapping. tapping. Yeah, I already gave you my, I, I already gave you my escape and you escaped my, you countered my escape. So what do I do now? Yeah. Pop. No, Gary. I go to Weedle, could a Weedle go pop. No, Gary ain't tapping, bro. No, Gary ain't tapping. Not to an American. Not mm-hmm. to Frank Mir. Ah, dude, Noguera got hit by a bus. He didn't even tap to that fucking bus. He's like, yeah, whatever, bus, keep going. Not after, not after how fucking rough that season of the Ultimate Fighter was between the two of them, <laughs> bro. That shit got fucking personal. Cause like, Vinny Vinny Magalhaes was on uh, was on Noguera's team, and one day in between practice sessions, like. Vinny and Frank were talking, and Frank was just like, well, like, you you know your jits is better than his. And Vinny was just kind of like, yeah. And it got back to Nog, and Nog took it really fucking badly. Like, it didn't go well. He was pissed. He was, like, just talking about how it was disrespectful and all this shit. Like, he chewed into Vinny's ass. He was almost ready to fight him. Understandable. <laughs> Take that shit. Take that shit you serious, dog. You don't talk shit about my juice, my friend. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. What do you think about Sean O'Malley wanting a main event fight for when he comes back? Um, I want the slow burn till he gets to the top and then explode him at the close, closer to the top, you know, pop him closer to the top. Let's get that balloon inflate a little bit more. He doesn't want to do it that way. He, he's, he's a newer generation. He's, he wants to be hot now. He wants to be the new thing and I get it, but it doesn't have to be a big, like, it doesn't have to be a huge name for him against mm-hmm. either. Because it doesn't, it doesn't have to. He's not. I mean, it's not paper. They could do a fight night with him. Yeah, you're right. 
Well, yeah, they could, I, I would say fight pass if they're going to give him a main event, give him a fight pass card. They could do a fight pass card with him too, but I, I, I think almost like just a fight night in general they could put him on. I don't think it's going to do huge numbers, but yeah, because it was Sukumental. Like even for being the third fight, I know, I know he 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 was the big name in that one, but like Sukumental wasn't even that big for being like the third fight in the card, like. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I don't think it happens either. Um, I I could see another third spot. I think he fits well there for now, but he might be co-main event next time. Yeah, I can see him getting a co-main event, but he he's not. Um, he doesn't have a fucking a real leg to stand on to call that. I mean, it's good for him. It's brash. You're that... making fun of his broken leg, bro? Come on. He just broke it. It was his foot. Have some sympathy. It was his foot. No, he's already <laughs> trading. He's already <laughs> trading and boxing on one fucking foot. Yeah, I've he is. I've seen it. I've seen it. You're crazy. It's crazy, my friend. Speaking you of... You don't talk shit about his foot, my friend. I'm not. I'm Team Sugar. I'm Team Sugar. Sugar. Sugar Show. Bust that joint out. Light it up. Yeah. Choo, yeah. Choo. Mackenzie Dern looked all fucking weird about it, too. Bro, why doesn't anyone know what a blunt and a joint is? Like, what's the big confusion here? Because people are stupid. So, like, they've asked people that are smokers, and they're like, oh, isn't a blunt with, like, tobacco in it? No, that's a spliff. That's a spliff. Or- yeah, whenever you put tobacco in with weed, that's a spliff. It can be in a blunt paper or a joint paper, but it's, uh, to me, it's still a spliff. It's a spliff. When you put, yeah, when you put just weed in a blunt wrap after gutting it out, that's a blunt. And and by the way, don't ever fucking hand me a spliff. Yeah, don't fucking hand me that shit either. Don't even hand me a blunt. Don't roll a blunt, first of all. Ask me for joint papers, and I'll probably have them. Roll a blunt. It's fine. Roll a blunt. Yeah, I'll I'll hit it, but I'd rather have a joint. Roll a blunt. Pass it to me. It's cool. I'm fine with that. Like, just don't pass me 16 blunts. Yeah. Like, we can can smoke a blunt. It's fine. I'm fine with it. Never going to say don't hand me a blunt. But if if we're talking, I'm going to roll a joint, man. I guess that just I just wanted to clear that up because it's been bugging me and I know Ariel Hawani's not a smoker, but he's been asking people that do smoke in like and like on his comment page and like people don't even know and I'm like, what? I'm like, I guess people don't even fucking they're not real smokers. A blunt is to ba- the 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 wrap of a cigarillo, of a white owl, the brown paper, the tobacco paper. But there's no tobacco in a blunt. Look, if you call yourself a smoker and you don't know the fucking difference between what is a blunt and not a blunt or what's a joint and not a joint, you're not a fucking smoker. You're yeah, lying. Yeah, yeah, Sean O'Malley this. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to have your own strand when you don't even know the difference? Oh, Sean O'Malley said that? Well, they, he asked them and he, he said a blunt had tobacco in it. I was like... I'm no. like, can you please clarify it? The wrap might have a tobacco flavoring and a nicotine. Well, the I mean, the wrap, the wrap is it's a tobacco leaf. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, technically, yeah, a blunt a blunt does have tobacco. Yeah. That's why, like, you get like that tingling. 
Yeah, feeling like it, it. It's a different. It's it's a different high. Oh yeah, but, you, you get if if there's even a little bit of tobacco left on the leaf, like or sometimes even without it, I'll catch like a, a tobacco buzz off of a uh, off of smoking it. Yeah, but it it was like he was utterly confused by it. Not even like, oh the 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 actual rap has tobacco in it. No, he 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 was implying that you actually put tobacco in it. No, that's a spliff. That's a spliff. It's a fucking spliff. That's how they smoke them in in England. It's a spliff, my friend. Yeah, I have a horrible English accent. Won't we'll smoke a spliff. Yeah. People, people hurt my heart. Mm-hmm. People hurt my heart. I don't even smoke blunts. I'm a glass guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a joint guy, but occasionally I'll I'll smoke a blunt. I ain't never gonna say no. That's cool. That's right. That's right. That's cool. You want you want smoke? You want hand me a blunt? Fine. Let's do it. Yay! We did it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I got no news. I got. I mean, there, do, do you want to talk about fucking Ben Askren and Rory McDonald? Arguing with each other about fighting in on Twitter, man. I don't think that, I don't think that fight gets made. I don't think it happens either. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think it gets made. I think Ben Askren wants GSP, and I think he only comes back for GSP. Yeah, but I, think, I don't um, think GSP cares about Ben Askren needs to fight GSP to cement his legacy and his claim. To the greatest welterweight of all time, George St. Pierre doesn't have to fight Ben Askren to cement his claim as the greatest welterweight of all time. That's that's the difference. And Ben Askren ain't big money for GSP either. Like, not enough, not enough people, not enough people have seen Ben fight over the last few years since he left Bellator to go to one FC and not a fuckload of people were watching fucking Ben when he was fighting in Bellator either. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't see either of those fights happening. So Ben's biggest, Ben's biggest enemy has always been his combativeness with Dana. Yeah. (laughs) And him and Dana had a spat and Ben's not the type to fucking back down. Dana isn't either. And Dana isn't either, and Dana will hold grudges. Mm-hmm. It's been proven. Like I like I like Ben, but Ben's also a fucking brash individual that can get under your skin. He has, he has some of his stances on a lot of shit I don't necessarily agree with. But he's charismatic. I, I thought his interview with Joe was great. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, I've been I've been watching Ben since fucking he had long ass curly fucking hair and it was sticking out of his headgear and wrestling and winning fucking national championships and shit. Funky, funky. Him and his brother. Him and his little brother. They were good. I'd like to see it. I just don't. I just don't. I don't think it happens. Either of them. The Rory McDonald's going to be a dangerous fight because Rory's got power in his hand and he's got a good takedown defense. Yeah. 
But Ben's got great takedown offense. Yeah. And he's smothering on the ground. Mm-hmm. Dude, him and GSP would be a terrible fight because they would just lay on top of each other either way. I think that's why he wants GSP, though. It's a money fight for him, and he wouldn't really necessarily take damage. I think he would take damage with Rory. That's why I don't think he, he'll take that one. I don't know. And after, I don't think GSP takes the other one. I don't know. After seeing fucking GSP, what he did to Bisbing, he might take some damage. Yeah. You're right. You're right. George showing he's still got them hands. Mm-hmm. Working with Freddy. Working with Big no, Freddy. Freddy's got more time now that he's not working with Pac-Man. <laughs> it's because Freddy don't want Pac-Man to fight no more. Yeah. Just stop. Stop. No more. No more. No mas. No mas. Robert Duran, that shit. <laughs> no mas. Yeah, I don't want to see Pac-Man fight no more. Mm-mm. Nobody does. Yeah, that's what I got, bro. You got anything else? Happy 420, nah. my friend. I know it's just like yes. another day. Yeah, happy every day for us. Happy 420 for you guys because it's the 19th for us, but the 20th for you guys because you guys will get this on 420. Yeah. So I love all you bastards, all my smoking bastards. Yeah. We should have played uh, This Is For All My Smokers by uh, Red Man and Method Man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I always go to that fucking, the, this, that song I played. I, I don't know why I like it so much, but it's a really good Cottonmouth King song. Mm-hmm. I like Cottonmouth Kings, too. Just as, I like Red and Meth, too. Well, keep talking and give me, like, fucking 30 seconds, and I'll get This Is For My Smokers up. Are you gonna play? Are you gonna play? I don't think I'm hanging out with my friends tomorrow, but I hope you guys enjoy your festivities on this 420th, the day for all our brethren that smoke the ganj. I'm gonna get me some. Um, I'm not gonna get Reco Benny's. Fuck no! Don't I, ruin it. I've stayed away from it for like a month now. <laughs> for me, he's been abstaining from one of from a place he eats. Well, it's because I did have it for a while though. I had like for like th- like in a month, I had like three times. So I'm like, ah, I better keep away from it for a while. But um, take the compliment, cocksucker. I was about to say how what a good what a good guy you were. Oh no, I know I'm a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you, my friend. Yeah, but uh, enjoy your guys' 420. I'm going to enjoy mine. I'm going to play a show. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to play a show, and I'm going to go fun. to fucking Yesterdog and eat some hot dogs all high as fuck, and then come home, sleep. Very nice. Very nice. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys. Well, fuck. Shout-outs to Blake. God damn it. Shout-outs to Blake. Brr, brr, brr. Yeah, so good to, to hear Blake's fucking voice again and get to talk to him. I wish I could have got to see his face. I can't walk, wait to see the video so I can see that sick part. The best hair in MMA fucking podcasting. What? I mean, pff, prove, prove him wrong, man. Who's got better yeah, right. hair? I mean, Bo, Derek Bowe's 
Derek Poe's all right. He he probably be my number two pick that I know of. What? I thought you were gonna throw me in the ring right there, bro. You're bald just like me. You ain't got shit. <laughs> you gotta tell like it is, bro. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle ain't winning best fucking hair either. Let's be real. Ryan's not winning best hair. Zach's got a beautiful fucking mane, but his man bun's not winning best hair either. And he's not a bird. (laughs) Isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, man, thank you for thank you, Blake, for joining us. Always a pleasure to have you on, brother, and you're always welcome. Thank you for everything. Yada, yada, yada. We don't need to do it again. We sucked each other's dicks enough at the beginning of the show, so. As the great Ralphie May used to say. <laughs> yeah. Low Red and Meth to fucking ride it out. Happy 420, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you Tuesday for another episode of The Average Joe's and my mate show. This is Smokers. Yo, hey yo, meth, what's up, nigga? Doc, what's really good?